guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another live episode, and welcome back to the end of the Stephen Covey book. Now, again, I'm going to be talking about this in bulk uh, when I actually end up doing the reviews starting tomorrow. I'm going to kick off these reviews. I'm not sure how many parts they're going to be, but I really want to put everything together and like condense it. To whereas you guys have actionable items, you guys have the blogs, you have everything to guide you through everything, right? So, I'm going to be breaking everything down in tomorrow's podcast, and then I'll go from there. But guys, today is the last official, official episode of this season, and it's been one hell of a journey. But you know what? I'm not even going to get into the bulk of everything in terms of that. I'm going to talk first about this episode, and today is about broken trust. And you know what? The new beginning. And so, for many people, broken trust is just a dead end. It's it's an end of a relationship, right? It's the end of an opportunity. Sometimes it's the end of the you know self confidence and the ability to ever trust again, right? I mean, th- this is what has happened throughout my life, and this is what has happened probably throughout the majority of your lives out there. If we look at People who have bred so much distrust within us, you know, people who I seemingly I'm going to give you an example. And unfortunately, I do have to use this as an example. But uh, a college buddy of mine, Elisa, in some of the most important moments of my life, she was never there for me. Okay, when I was in Australia dealing with things psychologically because I was trying to fit in with a born ass society, no offense to my Australians, but you know what? I'm just too goddamn personable for a lot of folks out there. You know what I'm saying? And then I tried downgrading myself. You know what? Elisa was never there. Elisa was never there for my big move when I ended up having to call the goddamn police on my brother because that motherfucker went combative on me back in 2008. She was never there for me. You know, she was never there when I had to deal with one of the most important months of my life back in October of 2014 she was nowhere to be seen Andre was nowhere to be seen and you know what at the end of 2017 when I had to make a massive jump here to this condominium uh to leave a job that was no longer suitable for me was she there for me no it's broken trust it was always about her 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 so then I had to come to realize and make sense of everything saying to myself you know what? I can no longer trust this being. I can't. I can never trust her again. You will never be part of my circle of uh, uh, my, my small circle ever again. Because you know what? Keeping people on the outside is better than keeping them on the inside. Because if people on the outside leave, you don't even realize they left. Right? You don't even realize they left. So this is why I said, you know, I talk about, you know, the will of life. And... Things that relate to, you know what, I don't have family and friends. I have a close circle of friends that I absolutely rely on. And so who are these people? Well, you know what, it's the people who I come in contact with on a routine basis. You know, my friend Anna out there in Vietnam. I have another friend by the name of Du out here. There's another friend in Malaysia by the name of Simone. You know, I talk to these people on a regular basis, and they are possibly the most reliable people in my life. Why? Because I know that if things do get ridiculously tough – They're always there for me. Anna was there when that fucking flight canceled out there in Vietnam. However, Anna and I, we did have trials and tribulations at the beginning of this year because there was a lot of distrust between the two of us. So it's amazing because we rebuilt the entire relationship that we had between us and it came back even stronger. 
Now, I'm not going to tell you guys and say, you know what, this is, uh, this is a one-of-a-kind, this is this, this is that. No, this is me restoring the trust and saying, you know what, man, I can't trust you. And she was like, oh, well, come on, you know, this and that. And we went on, you know, on and on for about two, three, four weeks. And I was like, yeah, right, she's just going to end up disappearing like she always did, just like Elisa, just like everyone else. But she didn't. She proved me wrong. And she restored a magnificent amount of trust that I have in her. And not only I trust her more than I did before, I trust her more now. Why? Hey, she proved herself. It's just like with Stephen Covey and his son, right? His son ended up crashing the car, and because they crashed the car, he ended up trusting his son more than ever, than before. It's kind of interesting, right? Because that broken trust in you saying, man, you crashed my car. Man, you left me. You know, I was the fool's goal with Elisa. I let her back in my life more than a half dozen times. And you know what? It was always about her, 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 unfortunately. Now, she would probably go so far to say, hey, it was with you too, you know, but I'm just telling you from my perspective. You got, she got all up in her feelings because I decided to cancel a flight to America, which was the best idea and the best thing I could have ever done, or else I would have been trapped probably for longer at that shitty ass job. So Elisa ended up saying, you know, um, what we're going to do right now. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I have a boyfriend now and, you know, I'm going to invite him here. I'm going to invite him there. And I'm like, dude, I already know how Americans are like in terms of third wheels. And I'm just not going to go down that path because I already know what you have done before with other boyfriends you have had in the past. And so I canceled because I knew it was the best thing that could happen. And I said, you know what? Is this going to jeopardize the entire relationship? Yes. And when I cancel that flight two years on, are we still the same? Absolutely not. Are we, so, are we what we were before? Absolutely not. Can we get there? Absolutely not. I won't allow it because during those times, I had no one. Even at, the, uh, even at some time this year, I remember, you know, times got tough, money and this and that. I told her, could you give me, you, you know, can you just transfer this amount of money to keep it in for eight hours and then I'll transfer it back? She couldn't even do that. And all it was was a click of a button. So then I said, Enough is enough. I'll probably never visit you again for as long as I live. And, you know, I'll send you messages here and there, but you're like a distant acquaintance now. I got to keep you out there because I would be a motherfucking fool if I let you back in here. See, sometimes when you break repeatedly over and over and over and over for a half decade, you just get sick and tired of being sick and tired. A lot of people will say, well, it doesn't have to be. In fact, you can contend that broken trust can actually become a significant beginning like it did with Anna. But see, Anna proved herself. Elisa, over the last 12 years or 13 years I've known her, she's never proved herself. She just popped up out of nowhere. And when she pops up out of nowhere, it's not, it's not so much about what's happening in my life. It's about what's happening on her end. You see what I mean? So these things can become very, very difficult. But I'm going to give you something from Stephen Covey's book. He said, if you've broken trust with someone else, it's an opportunity to get your own act together, to improve your character and competence, to behave in ways that inspire trust, just like what Stephen Covey's son did when he actually got, I'm sorry, he ended up in jail, got a speeding ticket. I'm sorry, not crashed the car, but got a speeding ticket. But he inspired that trust by action. Now, Elisa, if she wants to win my trust back, it's action. Anna, she gave that action. And she's like, oh, you know, this and that. And I'm like, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, whatever. I'm like, she's going to leave in like a week or two weeks. Next thing you know, it was action after action and things and messages after messages. And I'm like, 
hey, well, she's kind of putting forth the effort versus everyone else I've had in my life. You know what I mean? Uh, but – and then it grew and grew and then she's like, hey, man, you should go out there to Dalai. I think it would be a great opportunity for you to get out of Bangkok and this and that. And hey, guess what? She was there. Like when that, when that flight canceled, I called her. She's like, dude, I got you. I booked the hotel. Go back to the hotel. She's like, hey, listen, this is what I'm going to give you. I'm going to give you this idea. She – oh, my god. I trust her more than anyone else in my life right now. Anyone else in my life. Everyone who I'm in, you know, collaborations with and everything, no. It's nowhere near on the scale that both Anna and I have because in the midst of pure fucking chaos, she's the only one that stood out. She's the only one that was there for me. There were other people messaging me, probably a couple of others, but these are people, again, like you, my friend here in Thailand, and, you know, Simona and this and that, but... She was there in the bulk of all that madness. So I love it because that broken trust at the beginning of the year, back in January and March, it got restored three months later, like in terms of it being a new beginning. And then it built up into, of course, her proving her capabilities and having outstanding results in terms of me being out there in Dalat and helping me. See... That influence helped me restore trust, not only in her, but probably have that trust for absolute ever. But even if it doesn't, if you're trying to restore trust to someone else, even if it doesn't, your effort may well affect others in positive ways in terms of you. Hey, you know what? I'm trying to get her to trust me again. But some people don't even have trust in themselves. See, I'm not going to name any names out here, but one of my friends, her boyfriend didn't cheat on her not once, not twice, not three times. But four times. See, this guy telling her, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He doesn't trust himself to, to stop cheating. And you know, his integrity, his capabilities, it lacks on all cylinders. And I'm going to be talking about capabilities and core values and everything in the reviews. So stay tuned for that. But you guys are following me on this, right? It can enable to create more high trust relationships in the future or it can continue to deteriorate. See, again, I was fool's gold with Elisa, and then, you know, my friend having, you know, that boyfriend cheat on her over and over and over. I mean, it's all low trust now. I'm going to go over all the categories, of course, in the following podcast, too, Uh, because you got 80%, 60, 40, 20, low trust. I'm going to give you the full rundown, and you're going to make sense of it all in terms of your life. Low trust relationships, how does it make you feel? I'm going to talk about that more in bulk, especially in tomorrow's podcast, so we'll get into that. But nonetheless... If someone has broken trust with you, it's an, it's an opportunity for you to grow in your ability to forgive, to learn how to extend smart trust, and to maximize whatever dividends are possible in the relationship. Back in 2008, I had the sisters by the, by the names of Jackie and Jessica, who I used to speak to when I was a kid. And <clears throat> I had a girlfriend by the name of Christine, and she manipulated me out of all my great relationships only to leave me at the very, very end and leave me with nothing. No friends, no nothing. I was able to restore those relationships. Jackie, you know, she's like, okay, we could try salvaging this relationship, although you did this, 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 this. So they extended that trust to me to try to prove myself and influence them that I can inspire the trust for them to believe me once again, for them to trust me once again. Now, I was a fool. We all have done fool things, like in terms of trusted people who had already did us, quote-unquote, dirty. But there is if, – if the cost is high and the dividends are low, forget about it. 
So, in either situation, broken trust, it presents an opportunity for you to establish your own personal credibility. And you know what? When you go through this process trying to restore it, you know, restore the trust that you have lost in others or others have lost in you or forgiven and extended smart trust to those who have broken trust with you, you will grow in character and competence. You will gain confidence in your own discernment and ability to establish, grow, restore, and extend trust on every level of your life. It's like this. Remember I told you about those two students a year ago, right? The moment that you approach someone – no, I won't even talk about that. You guys already know that one. I had two Chinese students, and I remember that they went to the front desk. They didn't ask me to speak slower. They went to the front desk and told them to tell me to speak slower. Once they did that, once they did that, I ended up looking at them as a threat rather than students. I ended up following the book. I did not put anything else into my lessons because I knew that they had hidden agendas and that they were kind of like parasites. The moment you go to the front desk or anyone and tell them about a situation that you could talk to me about, you're the doggest of dogs. I can no longer look at you. I can no longer speak to you. And they did that not only once, but they did it twice. And it was great because right at the end, I didn't even have to like give them the final test so I didn't have to see those fools. And they didn't even know that I was going to you know, give the final test or not give the final test. I'm like, guys, we're done. We're done. I don't I, – I, you know, it, it, it's funny because in place of that, on Tuesday and Thursday, making a garbage amount per hour – and and having students go behind my back to the front desk to say, can you tell them to speak slower? No, motherfucker, tell me to speak slower. And I'm not even speaking fast because it was only two Chinese students out of the sixth in class. The other four students were tied. They did not have a problem comprehending what I was saying. And you know what's even funnier is that the fact that the Chinese students spoke better English than the Thai students. So what the fuck is this about? So I said, you know what? This is ridiculous. This feedback and this and that. And I'm like, man, fuck all this. So then I ended up taking on a company. This company pays me triple the amount. And you know what? People aren't telling me, oh, he speaks too fast. He does this. He does that. He does that. I'm getting paid what I'm worth. Well, not necessarily. Uh, I'm getting paid double. And I'm getting paid, you know, people are actually helping me, you know, develop as not only as a coach, but I see them pouring their souls out on the table and talking about very, very deep topics, things that I would never be able to get out of the full-time job that I have right now that's only going to be full-time until I leave next year, right? So again, that trust, that ability to let themselves go and be, I've established that in three weeks. With the other Chinese students, it never happened. And so that's why when it comes to trust, you can't take it for granted. There are a lot of students out there, you know, and some of these students, they probably don't even know about personal development. I completely understand that. But the moment you go behind someone's back and say something to someone else about that person, the ability for that person to trust you again is going to be next to none unless you face them like a man. 
So no, I no longer teach those bullshit classes that bring me nothing, that bring me no value, that barely bring me anything. No, I want only small, private students who know where I'm coming from and who know what I'm delivering and what I'm trying to help them with in their life. That's it. And so now and going forward, now you guys understand, oh, Arsenio, now I get why you want to go to Vietnam and start your own business because no one's going to come to you and say, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, can you, like, you know, try speaking slower or this or that? Mm-mm, mm-mm. Because I could pick that up very, very easily. See, communication and especially teaching Chinese students who are completely different from anything else around this planet, right? Because they're taught to believe a particular thing and that's all they can believe. They can only think between the lines. So if something's outside of those lines, they have to bring it to the attention of other people who are more in power uh, to throw that other person under the bus. That's why there's a lot of brown nose and that's why there's a lot of throwing under the bus in general. But what I've learned is whatever happens in going forward, I know my capabilities, I know how good I am, and I never take shit like that for granted. However, yes, that does destroy the trust that I have with, you know, Chinese students in general. A lot of people say, oh, well, that's only two students out of 1.5 billion. I get it, I get it, I understand that. But I haven't had, well, yeah, actually, actually, I've had ridiculous ass complaints like that. But in general, what does that do with my reputation at this specific place? Well, they actually take away my work. They say, oh, well, you know, the student said you spoke too fast, so we're not going to give you any more work. And I say, okay, I still got a work permit. I still got a visa. I'm putting all blocks in my schedule, and I'm just going to sit back and make a bunch of money on your visa and work permit. How does that sound? You see what I mean? It's a win-win for me. So if you don't believe my capabilities, I'm not going to inspire the trust in you to believe what I can actually deliver. Why do you think that other branch had called me and said, hey, can you come out here and teach TOEIC? Uh, yeah, but you got to pay me double per hour because I gotta, I'm going to waste two hours going there, waste two hours coming back, and you're going to pay me this much, and I'm going to lose 300 on transportation? The fuck out of here. No, you got to pay me what I'm worth. No? Okay, we'll go find someone else that will be willing to do that because guess what? Online, I have courses that are just $150 a month for TOEIC students. Not only that, I have live coaching between $30 and $50 an hour, which is probably going to be bumped up to a higher premium next year because a lot of people are going to be coming to me for my services and whatnot. But I'm just trying to make you guys understand that when trust is broken, you have to really evaluate everything at a macro scale. So with the Chinese students, I looked at it. I said, instead of telling me to speak slower... Although you can speak better English than them, and although you understand my ideas and everything, but you just – instead of tell, asking me, you told the front desk. They came to me. I felt extremely uncomfortable. And then right after that, I didn't know if I was going to get that class again or not. I hurry up and say, oh, sorry, guys. I'm no longer available on Tuesday and Thursday. Huh? Well, well, well yeah, 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 because I told him because I have another class somewhere else. But in, in general, I was like, uh, I could get paid double more and not get any bullshit complaints and grow as a coach and develop long-term relationships and a lot of different things rather than dealing with you fuckers. That's all there is to it. So I said, hey, you got your Monday, you got your Wednesday, you got your Sunday. It's first come, first serve. If you don't give me anything, sorry, we're done. And at, towards the end of the month, other classes will drop out. You see what I mean? So 
I do what's best for me because I do what's in the best interest of me. And that sounds very, very selfish because that goes back to what we did, uh, that little segment that we're going to be doing again uh, coming up this week. And because I do what's in the best interest of other people. But when you're working for a company, I got to do what's in the best interest for me. Even if other middlemen are in my pockets and they're doing things and, you know, kind of like the lady who was, you know, working for the bank and whatnot, she completely threw me like way under the bus. And then I got thrown under the bus. And then this lady who has hated me for so long has that I'm 16 and I'm angry at my motherfucking dad syndrome. She ended up getting all angry at me. I'm like, oh, this motherfucking bitch ain't never going to talk to me again. If it took her one and a half years to talk to me after I say, you know what, you are very angry. Uh, it, it, yeah, I told her some things that were true and some people just don't like it. She took away all the work and she did this and that. And then her colleague ended up taking another portion of my salary and they're still paying me the same bullshit wage they've been paying me the last three months. Listen. And then you have the other competitor who I was developing a relationship with who ended up throwing me completely under the bus. I'm like, all you motherfuckers are fucking idiots out here. <laughs> Fuck alls, y'alls. You know what I'm saying? So, guys, in general, and what can be summed up from this is the moment you betray someone's trust, just know that for that person to trust you again, you're going to have to inspire them by your capabilities. And if you do it again, forget about it. I let Lisa hang around for five, six times. And no, I'm never going to let her ever, 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 ever in my close circle of group again. My family, they never betrayed my trust, but they just took me for granted. They, they thought I was the outcast. They thought I was weird because I wanted to travel and do more in life. Rather than just being, a, you know, just a bunch of dead assholes that ended up complaining about a number of different things. See what I mean? And so, yes, they ended up taking me for granted. And unfortunately, there's nothing I could do to inspire that trust within them again. You know, I tried doing that in 2015. I tried doing it with capabilities in 2016. Then after that, I'm like, no, thank you. My aunt, my grandma, they haven't spoken to me in more than a year and a half. Cool, man. Hey, best of luck to you guys. And unfortunately, yes, I know that someone will end up leaving the body and domain and, you know, we're going to be going on and people are going to be like, do you regret any of that? Absolutely not. Humans are humans. I can't control them. I can only control what I'm in control over, my own personal influence. So always remember that. Like, you know, my aunt, my grandma telling me all these things about my family and then just not talking to me anymore and, you know, them going to new uh, going to Las Vegas again to see my family, to spend all that money on them because my mom believes my aunt is made of gold. You see what I mean? Just too much bullshit happening within that family. And if you're going to complain to me about, oh, we went to Las Vegas and your your mother, she ended up like, you know, uh, telling us to buy this and buy that. I'm like, yeah, you already fucking knew that. You already knew that. So you're going back out there expecting a different result? You see what I mean? This is this is basically what I've been through. And now I understand everything because it is amazing to see what has happened uh, in my life and, you know, over the course of my life and understanding this book in general to apply it to my life. And this is what my goal was all along for you guys. So <sighs> with that being said, guys, I hope you could take something away from this podcast. Um, 
And it's time to get into the bulk and the review of everything. If you guys want actionable steps and reviews, stay tuned for this entire week. I'm not sure how many parts are going to be, but I want to sum up everything. There's no way you could do a six-minute stupid-ass YouTube video like a lot of these guys do in terms of, oh, rich dad, poor dad, book review. No, there's absolutely no way you could do that because there's just far too much information, right? So if this is Stephen Covey Speed of Trust, uh, Stephen Covey Speed of Trust – what is it? What am I trying to say? Uh, review. There's no way you could do that in just six minutes. I'm going to have to break down this in probably six to ten sections. So with that being said, I just got a message. And because I got this message, I am absolutely amazed at the opportunities that still come in my life. And I want to share this, guys. I want to share this with you. So I got a wonderful message from the guy that originally had invited me. And this is so great that it's happening in real time, right? And so I just got a message. He invited me to the Bangkok International Digital Conference, right? And he said, teacher AJ, nickname AJ, of course, now I'm going to open new project about VR conversation situation. So can you join me to support this project? Now, VR conversation situation. I'm not exact. Oh, yeah, I forgot that he wanted me to uh, uh, use, he wants to use my voice in the VR conversations along with another teacher I know out there in Nebraska. So, of course, yes, guys, it's always helping other individuals. If someone wants to use my voice as a voiceover or this or that, absolutely. So, again, with these things that are pouring in on a continuous basis, I can't be any more grateful. And the things that I talk about in my past and related through these books, it's all about the experience. And I want you guys to understand that. There are no complaints here. This is all beauty. This is all about life. This is all about learning. This is all about sharing your experiences and being able to open yourself up and be willing to let that vulnerability out. It, 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 that's more rewarding than anything else out there in the world. So, guys, it's time to get into these book reviews. And it's time to get on with my wonderful day. So, man, thank you so much for tuning in to this wonderful personal development podcast. That is the conclusion of this entire book. For my folks out there in Ashburn, Virginia, for my folks out there in Menlo Park and other places that have followed me, for all the wonderful folks who have downloaded an insane amount of my podcast from Mountain View, California, and, um, oh, my God, uh, uh, Detroit, Michigan. Oh, my God. That is just so amazing. And, again, if you guys have any questions, just ask me. And big gratitude, big thank you to everyone who has been listening to me and the newcomers who have been listening to me from Australia, New Zealand. Of course, my, long friend, my, my long-term folks who have been with me for two years from Barcelona, Spain, and uh, other places that continue just, you know, popping up everywhere. Of course, Clifton, Clinton, New Jersey, Clifton, New Jersey, other places and whatnot. You guys, if you have gone through these 94, 95 episodes with me, one after another, I hope that you've learned something. You had to have to learn something. Because if you didn't, we got a motherfucking problem. <laughs> I'm kidding. But anyways, much, much, much gratitude. This is the conclusion of this book. Book reviews, not sure how many episodes. It could be anywhere between four and eight. Well, no way it's going to be four. Uh, Anywhere between probably, oh, shit. Uh, Six to ten episodes will be launching over the next uh, one week. So, 
Get ready, get your notes, make sure you tune into the blog, everything's going to be written down there, all the podcasts that follow about these specific areas will be on the blog too, in a clickable format, so make sure you're following me at thearseniobuckshow.com. And with that being said, guys, have a wonderful morning, afternoon, and evening, I'm your crazy ass host, as always, over and out.